What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ali Abdukareem, creator of the Diabetes Daily Hustle, and my co-host is Matt Vandevec, co-founder of FTF Warrior. On today's very special episode, I interview Matt today on his new first ever physical product from FTF Warrior called Trending. Trending now is a diabetic health journal, and basically I want to interview Matt on what this trending is, why he created it, what outcomes he hopes to reach with it, the power of documentation as someone living with diabetes and the benefit of that and what Matt's story is on why he started documenting and creating trending. This episode is sponsored by FTF Warrior Online Health Coaching for Diabetics and we will go no further by saying we are not medical doctors. Please do not take this as medical advice. Advise your medical team before making any changes to your life with diabetes. With that being said, let's get into... Okay, we ready in three, two, zero. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ali Abdukareem. And next to me, your other host, who is... All the way not next to you, but we're together in spirit. It's Matt Vandevecht. <laughs> oh, Matt Vandevecht. Not, ne- not next to me. Wow. Okay. I wish I was next to you, man. Ah, I miss San Diego. It's all online. It's okay. <laughs> the online diabetes uh, okay. community. Online everywhere. Online diabetes community, Instagram, and um, part of my pancreas now. Yeah. <laughs> so today, guys, want to talk to you guys about a new product launch, Trending. Matt, what's going on? Dude, Trending. Oh. It is the coolest thing that I have ever done with my entire life. <laughs> First physical product right oh man i i'm so excited for it it's uh it's essentially a health journal for people living with diabetes and uh yeah it just launched i've been working on it for a long time keeping it secret but um before i was working on it i actually used it myself and that's kind of how it came to be in a sense which is kind of cool yeah what's interesting is i remember asking you for um, when we first started this podcast and I was like Matt what practical tips do you have for everyone listening at home and it was a really really great tip I'll never forget it and you were like document and I was like okay what does he mean document (laughs) and what you were saying was write down stuff notice trends and patterns and that's where I'm assuming the name came from trending right it, that is exactly where it came from. Um, yeah. Essentially, the language we use with our CGMs, you know, I'm trending up, I'm trending down, trying to find those trends and put meaning behind them. And so, yeah, the trends and patterns of our daily lives, trying to figure yeah. them out so that tomorrow can be a little bit easier. Yeah. And with um, when you did this yourself and you were noticing a lot of changes, were you like just you know, doing this on pen and paper? Like what was the structure set? Like was it just a bunch of blood sugars and insulin doses? Like how'd you go about that? Oh man. So initially it was a mess. It was just notepads on notepads and <laughs> it was not organized at all. And uh, trying to go back over which days I did what, I would have to like, you know, slip through three or four different pages to find yesterday. And then the next page after that was two weeks ago. I'm like, what? Where's yeah. the rest of the content? <laughs> and so first step was organizing, obviously, because that's very difficult to find trends if you don't know what order it's in. Right. But um, yeah, it was notepads initially. And it was 
Um, the first time that I started using this, I'll actually give some history. Um, I was going through kind of a rough time about a year and a half ago where, and I actually still haven't done this episode. I promised everybody I would. I'll have to do it later. <laughs> mm. um, I was traveling and, and hit some pretty gnarly blood sugars, both highs and lows, and uh, ultimately wound up in the ER in a foreign country. And it just threw me into this shock of like, wow, diabetes is real and it's super serious. And uh, I had never had, actually I had an experience like that once before, but um, not in a foreign country alone and scared. So that experience kind of threw me um, in an unhealthy mental health direction where I was always nervous and scared about low blood sugars. And um, I was also confused because I didn't know why it happened. And I was used to understanding my blood sugar fluctuations being like, okay, I had too many of this type of food. That's why I'm high or, okay, I've been running around playing soccer for two hours. That's why I'm low. But that one, that whole experience across in uh, in Europe came out of nowhere. And so I was like, I got to figure out why that happened. And I kind of flipped into an analytical mindset. And so coming back to San Diego after that trip, um, I did two big things, actually three. First big thing was I went vegan. <laughs> and uh, right. I I thought that that was kind of like the closest you could get to a cure. And so I was just like, whatever it takes, I'm going to just go all out. Um so super strict with my diet, fitness routine got strict. But the second thing I did was I started to document everything. And what, I mean, like literally everything. I was documenting how many hours I slept, uh, what time I ate, which foods, the macronutrient split for the foods, the carbs and the fats and the proteins, total caloric intake, uh, how much water I was drinking per day, what type of exercise, the duration, the intensity, uh, total units per day my insulin sensitivity, my insulin carb ratios, like everything. I wanted to know every bit of data that could possibly go into this. And uh, over the course of a few months, I started noticing trends and patterns in which pieces of those, uh, which pieces of data were important to my blood sugar fluctuations. And so I started to notice, okay, if I do this, I'm more likely to be insulin sensitive. If I do that, uh, I'm probably going to go low in my sleep. So don't do that. And so I kind of learned how to structure my own messy notepad um, into what I should document so that I could get tighter control over my blood sugars and to understand what's going on. And, uh, yeah. and the third change, obviously, was I got an insulin pump. And after eight years of having diabetes, I had never even been offered that before. And so mm -hmm. coming back to San Diego, they were like, okay, look, this is kind of the next level of control for a lot of people is they see tighter control with insulin pumps. We think it might be right for you. And uh, I said no for a couple of weeks. Then they gave me a trial. They said, you can just wear it for a week, see how you like it. And uh, it was all right. But I took it off, gave it back after the trial was over and still didn't get one because I didn't like the idea of being tied down um, with tubing. But actually, a bigger issue of mine was that I was nervous about uh, a machine malfunctioning and giving me insulin in my sleep when it shouldn't be. And uh, mm. after a couple of weeks, I realized that's not a thing because they would definitely have been sued by now if that was a thing <laughs> and uh, got the insulin pump. And when I had the insulin pump, there's more data than I had ever had before. Cause now there were basal numbers that I could tweak so fine tuned and, and to have so much more control, it was almost too much for me at that point because I was so analytical in that moment that I wanted to learn everything there was to know. And so a big part of my notepad was also 
basal shifts and basal testing and temp basals and what happens if I do this. And so that led me into kind of a data obsession. Uh, and then after a couple of months, I learned how to control that obsession into more of uh, gathering data and seeing it as just numbers and not as Matt, this is your fault. You did something wrong, but rather, okay, mm -hmm. this is the action you took. Here's the result. Next time do this, you know, what can yeah. I do differently? Oh. Yeah. No, there's so much truth into documenting. And I think this is going to be such a powerful tool to journal in a sense of where, where things, uh, where people can head their trends. Cause the thing that I never forget is if you do the same thing over and over, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you can, if you're doing different things daily with diabetes, you know, you're dosing for different foods, you're trying different exercises you're 99% going to get different results. And what I'm not saying is every day, but if you like, let's say want to try a burger today and then tomorrow you want to try a, I don't know, some, a cake. And then the day after that, you want to try a donut. It's not, it's not to say you can't do different things, but once you record those things, you can be like, all right, I took, you know, 2.2 .2 units for, um, this piece of cake and this was my result without walking or without exercise um, maybe if I'm walking today and exercising I'm going to try to do a decrease in x amount of numbers or basal so like that's the important thing I'm seeing and why people should consider getting a, a health journal for diabetes absolutely and on that note I actually forgot to mention something for everybody listening we're actually giving away uh, a free journal and the details on how to win that are going to be spoken somewhere in this episode. But you got to listen to the whole thing. So <laughs> uh, listen very carefully. Uh, but yeah, exactly. You know, every day is going to be different for everyone. And if you are introducing new variables every day, you can't expect to see the same blood sugar numbers as you did the day before. It's just not realistic. Yeah. And so um, part of that experience that I had where I was super analytical is I kept everything that was in my control, the exact same. For months, I ate the same exact meals at the same exact times with the same exact workouts, same bedtimes, mm -hmm. same everything. And even still, yeah. there were small fluctuations in my blood sugars because not everything yeah. is controllable. There are external factors as well. But what we can do is document those factors that we can control and notice how they've affected our blood sugars, how they affected our moods, our mindset, our motivation. These are all things that can be uh, intrinsically and externally um, influenced. Yeah. I mean, an important point you really brought up was these are all my notes. They're not, Matt, this is your fault. Matt, you're a bad person. Matt, you did wrong here. This is not about you as your morals. This is just data because the beauty in what I see with writing down numbers and then learning, you know, stuff about the human body and how diabetes works uh, in definition is it kind of like gives me this relief emotionally, ironically speaking, because I'm just like when I'm not writing things down and I'm not um, looking things in a logical term, what does my brain do? It wants to go too emotional. They're like, oh my God, I suck at this disease. Oh my God, I'm so resistant. Oh my God, I keep going high and low. Oh my God, I don't have control. It's more like putting things on a piece of paper, putting things down where you can see because numbers don't lie. Math doesn't lie. Math isn't emotional. It's logical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But um, my question to you is, when you're going about um, the person that you are, you're very, um, 
analytical you like numbers and you like you like keeping things very organized and neat and then when you're creating trending um and you know you, you see the vision for where it's going you want people to see uh, the patterns in their blood sugars and kind of feel happier create more insulin sensitivity what is what is like more more to come for trending like what other visions do you see for uh the results of someone buying trending and then applying those um those documentations in their life with diabetes so obviously the the main piece of value that any diabetic looks for myself included is how will this affect my a1c we've been trained into thinking that a1c is the single most important factor it's our report card as a diabetic comes out every three months and we have an emotional response to that and my goal with trending is to change that because the a1c is not this all-inclusive number where it is the answer to all of your problems or the cause of all of your problems. The A1C is a snapshot. It's an average. It does not show how good you did for three weeks. It doesn't show that one bad day you have. It just shows an average. Um, and so trending, instead of focusing on the A1C, although it will likely improve your A1C, is more focused on your trends, your patterns, your time and range. And time and range is something that we're moving towards as a diabetic community, thankfully. Uh, as we see our data from CGMs coming in, we notice that time and range is more important than A1Cs because with an A1C, with it being an average, you could have spikes up to 400 and drops down to 40 every day and still have a pretty decent average. Mm -hmm. And that's a big problem with the A1C. Uh, but as far as what this journal is going to offer people is that once you do find these trends and patterns in your life, you will notice a, a bit more peace of mind because you understand why things are happening. It's not this mysterious monster of a disease anymore. It's patterns that you're noticing. And so instead of being worried about when is that low going to hit me, that mysterious low blood sugar or that unexplained high that hits me four hours after my meal, now you can look at the data that you've written down in your nutrition section or even in your exercise section and be like, oh, yeah, I had pizza for lunch. That makes sense. <laughs> or, okay, yeah, uh, I walked around the mall for three hours. That's probably why I'm going low right now. And so looking back yeah. on these activities, we can then retroactively make these decisions for tomorrow. Yeah, I think the beauty uh, that lies within trending is you're, you're essentially cutting your learning curve in a good way. When we yeah. have to learn as diabetics, when we have to learn through our mistakes, that means we're learning through highs and lows and painful events or things that happened to us so i know that if you were to go back to you the, the newly diagnosed matt i'm pretty sure you're going to add in somewhere with document don't like what happens when people don't document is they're having to learn the hard way over and over and our brain doesn't remember every single little thing you know like okay around this time i'm going low why am i going low and then like you know what three three weeks later, depending on the first year, a month later, two days later, whatever it may be, it's going to take longer if you don't document and you don't like put sense to something. You don't put something that you can see that's tangible and achievable. Oh, yeah. And a lot of us have very busy lives. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're going low every night, let's say, but it, it happens to be around a family event each time, then in the moment you're focused on the event, you're going to treat your low blood sugar and move on it's not going to register in your mind that that needs to be changed. It's just a mild inconvenience in the moment. But then looking back over weeks and weeks and weeks, you realize it's been happening every single yeah. night and you could have made a change weeks ago to fix yeah. that. Um, there's also an exclusive um, thing they can get from trending 
and I know you, I don't know if this is for all of them, but there's a couple of chapters in there. Am I, am I right? Yeah, you are like, totally right. Like, when I read that, I was like, <laughs> okay, what is this, Matt? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're a little, they're not, uh, you know, full drawn out detailed chapters, but it's, uh, it's essentially what I've learned simplified. And so we go into mindset, mental health. It's a big deal. Diabetes is a 24 seven disease that you cannot get away from. And it's important to acknowledge that, that you are fighting a battle, but then once you acknowledge it to figure out strategies to help you with that. So I, throughout my life, I've had different struggles with mental health. Um, when I was a kid, I was diagnosed with depression and I actually had suicidal thoughts at quite a young age and it's a serious thing. Um, about a year and a half ago, I had anxiety surrounding lows. That's something I had never dealt with up until that point. And so in that first chapter, I go into strategies that I learned. I went to some anxiety classes. I did a lot of research. I spoke with uh, professors and doctors and, and learned about what they would do in those situations. And uh, those strategies are included in that chapter. Next up is nutrition. That's a very fun chapter and eye-opening uh, because it's not just carbs that work. There's so much more than just the carbs. And uh, we're starting to learn that a lot more in uh, the mainstream now where fats and proteins have quite the effect on blood sugars and should definitely be considered when we're, we're mapping out our meals. And so I go into how those affect blood sugars, how to better plan for that. Um, and then, of course, we hit fitness. How could I not? <laughs> um, you know, there's different types of fitness. And something that we've learned recently is that, or maybe not so recently, but it's being brought to light, is that different types of exercise actually have different resulting blood sugars. They will affect us differently. And that's, that was fascinating when I first learned that. Being like, oh, exercise yeah. isn't all the same. You know, in college, I would just go to the gym and assume that it's all good for me yeah. and uh, didn't worry about blood sugars. But yeah, turns out there's a, there's some planning that should go into it. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to go to the next chapter. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's right. There's another one, please. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next chapter is uh, diabetes management. So we talk about, you know, what goes into diabetes management as well as some tips and tricks that uh, I found important over time, the top three being documentation, consistency, and healthy habits. Those will take you so much further than anything that I've learned beyond that. Um, and then lastly is, of course, how to use the journal with trends and patterns, what to document, why you're documenting it, and uh, how to make those decisions kind of on the fly in between doctor's appointments when you don't have their guidance. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. There's like so much on here. What else can you add? <laughs> I seriously oh, like you have a free meal in there and that's all you, that's all you need. I was going to say, I'll be honest with you. It, the hardest part making this journal for me is containing it to a small amount because mm. I want to just go all in. Like for my clients, for example, um, in the health coaching programs for diabetics, I love, just diving deep into information and I'll talk for an hour on a subject and then realize there's still more questions I have to get to. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I love teaching. I love sharing the knowledge that I've gained over the last years, uh, especially with my new experiences that I've come into with trying out different diets and seeing how it affected my insulin resistance versus sensitivity. And, yeah. um, I just love doing that. Yeah. I really can't wait to hear all the testimonials from clients, you know, buying trending people that are new to FTF buying trending and seeing the actual trends of their life being more time and range, more happiness. 
and having more knowledge. That's the three that I'm seeing right now, you know, time and range, happiness, and learning more. And it's a blueprint for them, you know, when they go to the gym, they remember learning this from the book, um, mindset, so many different things when you're in a funk or you feel like you're close to a burnout. Um, so many things that you just do through repetition and they're going to learn those things. It's, it's truly amazing. I really hope everyone listening at least considers buying trending. And if you're more than considering, you know, we would love to hear a lot of people's testimonials, sharing online and just more to come. Yeah. I cannot wait for people to get their hands on this. Now this journal is still in pre-sale and so there aren't copies actually being shipped out yet. Uh, so yeah, which means it's on sale as well, but once those copies go out, I cannot wait to see the testimonials that roll in and and just honestly, uh, the DMS and emails that I get on people's lives that have improved it, it nearly brings me to tears knowing that what I put out is helping people, uh, improve their lives and get control to the point where they can get back to enjoying their life. Yeah. You know, exactly. Exactly. They do, they do the things they want to do. They want to feel more freedom in the gym. They want to feel more freedom when they go out to eat. They want to, you know, be able to do their homework without constantly worrying about their numbers. And you as, uh, you know, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you as the person you are. You know, you're put in, you're constantly learning. You're using, you're the human experiment. You're always experimenting, <laughs> documenting everything. And then you're putting it out to the world. They're truly going to love it, Matt. And I really appreciate what you do for the community. I appreciate that. It's some very kind words. Um, and uh, I mean, I got, hold on a second. I got to throw this back at you because I noticed that you had, uh, well, let's be honest, almost an unending stream of content on your YouTube to dive into Daily Hustle. You got <laughs> so many vlogs and the amount of uh, material you've been putting out there that people see the real side of diabetes. That's incredible. And it's Thanks. not, you're not hiding anything. And I think that's yeah. huge. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I mean, like, I remember when we first talked about documenting in our like first couple episodes, I was like, I can go back to last year today and see what I ate for lunch, which is right. <laughs> it, it did get really repetitive. And I'll be real, like most people that have really watched my vlogs, it's basically here's here's my I'm not like I'm sticking to the subject of documenting. So when I first started doing vlogs, what I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? I'm not going to talk about going to my family's house. I'm not really going to talk about, you know, seeing a friend. I want to address the most important things of diabetes. And a lot of people would agree it's what am I dosing? I'm not saying this is stuff that everyone should take as advice, but like, what was I dosing? What was I eating? What was I exercising? How long were the exercises? Uh, my happiness and my moods throughout the day. So like it did get really repetitive and, and you can say boring almost where it was just meals, dosing, exercise. So basically mm-hmm. the conversation we're at right now with trending, you know, it's like dosing, exercise, meals, mindset. Can't forget that. And you've literally, that's the complete package you're giving them, you know, more than any, I'll, I'll put the, say this with full confidence, more than any endo. That's not to say don't see your doctor. <laughs> so much information you can get from the, whatever money you're paying instead of, the hassle and the and then just think about the expense of your health it's so worth it and um i don't know if you want to add in the way to possibly win a journal Matt. what you can win one <laughs> I totally can. <laughs> <laughs> so true yeah so we actually want to give out one of these journals and uh this is this contest is only being run to our podcast listeners 
So it's not being announced on FTF Warrior. It's not being announced on uh, our website or anything else like that. So just for you guys, um, we wanted to run that contest. So how do you win a trending health journal for people living with diabetes? What you're gonna do? You're gonna go to your phone. You're gonna go to FTF Warriors Instagram because you should be following us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna find FTF Warrior. You're gonna find the post where I announced the trending journal. It's got the white trending book on it and my silly face on it too. And uh, not on the book. I would never put my face on the book. (laughs) Uh, So you find that post and you're going to share it on your story and tag FTF Warrior and pardon my pancreas. Because if you don't tag us, we're not going to know that you put it on your story. So share the FTF Warriors post of the trending journal on your story. Tag us and uh, I'll be announcing the winner on Friday, which is when the pre-sale ends. So make sure you get on that because I want you guys to get this copy in your hands. Uh, if you're like, nah, I don't want to share it. That's totally fine. You can actually go and, uh, buy the pre-sale right now. It's on discount, um, because I want to get it out there. So right now, if you want to go grab your own copy and just not have to wait for the contest to end, then that is going to be found at thrive.ftfwarrior.com. So just head to thrive.ftfwarrior.com and, uh, grab your copy because it's going to be a life changer. It's changed my life. And, uh, I still use that system. You know, it's not a one and done thing. I've been using it for a year and a half now and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Practicing what you preach. It's exactly what it is. And it's all going to be in the show notes, guys. Links to FTF on Instagram, the website, and um, all the other things you need to find. Matt, is there anything you want to end off with? Um, any last couple words? Before we end the episode. Before it's over. <laughs> last words right now. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm going to end it with my tip of the the holy trifecta of diabetes management, which is documentation, consistency, and healthy habits. I think that brings everything together uh, that you need, not only to manage your diabetes, but also to live a healthy and happy life. It's about enjoying life. It's not just about managing your diabetes. So, mm-hmm. um, and for those who are looking for any other tips and tricks and all that kind of stuff, um, I know that Ali and myself both love to put out content, so be sure to check all the pages out, you know, and if you don't like us for some reason, there are people all around the community that are putting out great content, uh, on how to take care of yourself, your mind, your body, your diabetes, all of it. So pay attention to the diabetes community It is incredible and it's never let me down. I love it. Let's go pardon my pancreas and <laughs> listen guys, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.